so should we just start off by saying that you know the standards are really following are falling jesus i can't speak right eric's showing up late joe's making some kentucky fried chicken showed up the exact time we agreed on i don't know what you're talking about nope uh, nope when you have, nope when you have a job you show up 15 minutes early otherwise you are late yeah but if i'm the boss who said you were the boss no, no, that boss, that boss should be fired immediately. No wonder why you are fragged in Vietnam. Anyway, I showed up at the exact time we said to go. Maybe, wait, Mike, Mike, maybe he didn't dodge Vietnam. Maybe he just showed up late. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up and was like, Desert Storm, where am I? <laughs> why are you guys all in desert camo? We're supposed to be using woodland. Yeah, why is it a desert storm? It's not even a desert. Because you showed up late. You showed up to the wrong war, you piece of shit. God damn it. <laughs> I think we all showed up to the wrong war. You stole it, get out of here, scatter. Oh, hey, hey, you're dummy thick. What's good? Ching chong, ching chong, me, my more meatball. Joe clapping his ass cheeks. I'm harder as a motherfucker right now. I didn't order no white I wanted some eggs. Relationship's like a fart. You gotta force it, <laughs> it's probably shit. Pilot podcast can be summed up as the physical definition of a fucking aneurysm. Alright, well, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 11 of the Insomnicast. A oh, are we already doing the outro? outro? Oh, so you just, gotta, you just gotta talk over the intro? Yeah, no, that was an awful, awful, awful intro. Well, welcome, welcome to episode eleven of the Insomnicast, a late night type talk show uh, where we talk about a bunch of things that don't mean anything. Uh, I'm your one host. Oh, this is episode eleven. Did I say that? I'm your one host, Eric, the Tribrid Tribe. Oh, yeah, you're putting Tri-Fair, really Tri-Fair, a lot of heart in this. We got to stop talking over me, man. I just, I just need to cut you off because I don't feel like you're putting too much heart into this. I'm not. I'm not in the I, mood. I, I, I need to feel the energy, and I'm, I'm just not feeling the energy right now. This is all the energy I got right now. Wow. So this is the first episode of 2021. Uh, I'm your one host, Eric. Along with me is Chris, Joe, and Mike. I'm not even going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, you might recognize their voices. You might not. Uh, we got a, got a good episode for you guys today. I got a good long format for you. Uh, I do have a confession for my other hosts, though, that I do I did want to say. You're finally coming out of the closet. No. Um, you're I, not coming out. You're still you're saving that for next year. So, when whenever we discuss like the format for the next episode, I I'll I'll put together the formats and everything. But for the last, for all the reboots, actually, I think every episode format has been labeled as episode eleven, and no one has caught on yet. And now we're finally at episode eleven. <laughs> so uh, I have to own up to the fact that we've now gotten to the point that for four episodes or whatever, it, they all were labeled as episode eleven. They came out with the correct episode number. But they were all listed as episode eleven. Every single format I sent you guys. Well, what's interesting is over here on the format, you you say Chris has dementia, but I'm pretty sure I said a few episodes ago, uh, is this episode eleven? Um, and then we discussed that it was actually episode nine, and uh, yeah, I, I think maybe maybe someone else is having some memory problems. 
No, so you said, is this episode 11? So that was once, but then every single format has been episode 11. So you said it on one of them, but every single one said 11 at some point. I feel like you haven't been paying attention, sir. Or your your mind is slowly being rotted away by your syphilis. I mean, I usually don't listen whenever you guys talk. We're not listening to anyone. Joe is not even paying attention. What were you guys saying? Sorry, I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Can I just file my taxes if we're just going to do whatever and not, you know, record this proper? I'm, I'm currently writing a segment that I was supposed to write for this show right now, so, you know. We're all just waiting for Chris to write this segment. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just writing it as we go along here. So, uh, I, I just have to ask, uh, you know, since it is now January 2nd, um, how was everyone's New Year? It was good. Uh jammed out a little bit with the guitar and uh, uh, drum player. Uh, so that was cool. Um, really made me want to get back into playing guitar. So I think, you know, uh, this year, uh, I think we're covering this at some point later in the show. It might have been in the format. might have not been. I don't know. Um, but as far as, like, uh, things for 2021 that I didn't really do in 2020, uh, you know, kind of just getting back into playing music, uh, playing guitar and whatnot. And then uh, I actually spent some time after uh, the ball dropped with uh, Eric and Joe, and uh, we uh, we destroyed some shit with some hatchets, and we fucking uh, drank some beer and had some charcuterie, and uh, Eric made some fucking peppers with some beef and cheese and onions in there. That was pretty good, and uh, you know, and I went home around three o'clock in in the morning, and. Uh, Went to bed. You wet the bed? No, went. Went. Went oh, to bed. Oh, okay. It is a new year. So did you guys have... I know, Chris, you said you want to, you know, get to do some stuff you haven't really done in 2020. Um, do any of you guys have New Year resolutions? Anything you want to do for the new year? Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't believe in resolutions. Well, all right. Thanks for interrupting me, Chris. How about for your New Year's resolution, you'd stop interrupting people? Anyway. Uh, speaking about balls dropping, uh, so when the ball dropped, um, I figured I would uh, think about some New Year's resolutions. Um, and the reality is I've been working on my New Year's resolutions starting at the end of the year. So, because it's kind of bullshit to just wait for uh, a day on the calendar to change to start doing what you, you want to do anyway. Um so I've been, as you guys know, I've been going to the gym a little bit more frequently, um, really burying myself into that. And um, also I've been trying to read more and I started journaling as well. So yeah, I, I'm taking up more of my own time just for myself to write and be a little bit more creative. Um, not that it, it it's necessarily like, me writing fiction or comedy it is just kind of me pen on paper writing uh, and i feel like it, it there's a little benefit you can get from that dear um, diary today i saw two doves <laughs> in the park <laughs> uh if, if only i can write something so exciting question do you write erotica yeah sweet I mean, I'm not going to lie, some of the details can be graphic, but I mean, it's only for me to see, so. 
you know, I'm not trying to entertain anyone. It's just like me writing about past events or whatever's on my mind. Thanks. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Uh, Joe, do you have a resolution you're going by? One resolution is that I am going to take out a two accounts of my student loans so I can put that to rest. Um, and ideally, the goal for me for this year would be to do that and probably, hopefully, the beginning of this time next year, I can uh, have my own place. Um, ideally, I would like to have my own house or something, but hopefully go from there. And uh, pretty much just like the one goal I have. The other goal I have is just with COVID fucking up last year, it's like I want to be more present with like my friends. So I have you guys. We have this. But I also want to do like some face uh, FaceTime portal and all that to like just like catch up with like everyone to like just to see how they're doing and everything, you know? Uh I'm sorry, Joe. I think it's a little ironic that you, you say you want to be a bit more present and you're fucking cooking during the goddamn podcast. <laughs> it's not my fault we scheduled doing this time when I had to take my crock pot off and I need to make my vegetables. Didn't you ask for the time to be now? Yeah, you you asked what time we were doing it. Hey, well, shit, now the chicken's already in there. I gotta make it now. I was gonna deliver this to you guys with, with love, but I guess it's more for me. It's okay. I wasn't interested in your chicken. I mean, it's amazing that you know two days into the New Year's resolution and you're already failing it. Yeah. See, this is why I don't create resolutions. Number one, because I I just don't I don't. There's nothing about me that I want to change. Um, because I'm already perfect in my own way. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, you know, last year I didn't have a bad year. Uh, I was still doing stuff. Um, I didn't really let uh, what was going on really affect me too much, um, to the best of my ability. And, uh, you know, going to the 2021, it's just kind of like more of the same. Like, let's keep it going. Just, uh, keep ringing that bell and, uh, you know, there's nothing about me that I want to change because I don't think there's anything wrong with myself. So. I'm uh I'm just gonna keep keep going uh you know right 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 on course. Do you have a minute? You have a minute? Why? Yeah. Uh, are you, I mean, are you about to? Are you about to? Oh oh, you have a list. That's great. Um, here here. Uh, let me send you uh my email so you can uh, send me that list of yours so I can properly just put it right in the trash can. How about a telegram? Or or you can send it to me in the mail so I can use it to wipe my ass if Rona just. Completely wipes out toilet paper from the grocery stores again. Well, I was going to send a stripper gram, that would be but, fitting. you know. A stripper gram? Yeah, a stripper gram. What's a stripper gram? It, it's like a telegram, but with a stripper. Ah, but is the catch that the stripper has gonorrhea? No, no, no. Call for that again. Don't worry, Joe. We have a whole nother ass-eating segment for you coming up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, so yeah, um, for my resolution, um, I was pretty much, you know, just not going to be a disappointment anymore. Uh, I already failed that one, so we'll get them in 2022, <laughs> boys. And that's the only reason why I added that segment to this episode. <laughs> just to make that joke? Yeah, I, I'm similar to Chris, though. I don't really do New Year resolutions. Like, you can always work on making yourself better. Um, so I don't think, uh, kind of what you said too, no. Mike, like it shouldn't be just one day of the year that like is, uh, 
you should just start doing things better. I think if you just continuously do it like a routine, it shouldn't be a yearly, like, here's one thing I'm going to do for the year. You should just always be looking to better yourself. So I, I mean, really set resolutions, I just kind of do it. I, I think we, we are all on the same page. Uh, the only difference that I would maybe contend, uh, and, and this is just my outlook on New Year's resolutions. I, I started doing right. solution December. And uh, I just progressed it forward until now. This way, by the time January does hit, I can. But why start it to begin with? What, what, what's the point of a resolution that people are, I mean, like every year people are like, oh, new year, new me. And then to do this whole fucking bullshit about like, oh, I want to better myself in the new year. And yet every year it's I want to continue to I just want to better myself and continue to better myself. And I just want to be better and I just want to be better. And every year for their entire fucking existence it's just i want to be constantly better and i want to be better i'm not good enough i just want to be better than i am right now and i am last year like if you can't just feel good about where you are and who you are and what you do and this constant need to better yourself and the fact that you need a year to do it and every single year you need a set of resolution to make yourself better i just feel like it's asinine to do so like i granted you want to work out some more you're going to do it for a couple weeks and then you're going to give up on it this is what people normally do if, if you if you're one of those people out there that set a new year's resolution to start it in the new year i'm going to tell you right now you're going to fail and you're going to feel like a piece of shit for doing it so just don't do it don't set resolutions just feel happy that you're alive feel happy about where you are if there's something that you want to change about yourself then fucking work on it but you don't need to say oh i'm doing a new year's resolution because you know, I, I need to feel better about myself and do it like everybody else and conform to the rest of society because they feel like it's the right thing to do. But no, God damn it, I am so sick and tired of New Year's resolutions. It, it, the, the calendar changed. Nothing else changed. You woke up. If you didn't have a calendar, if you didn't know what year it was, if you didn't know the days. Uh, I know you were doing a little bit there, um, but I have stuck with my New Year's resolution for three years now or just about. I've been practicing martial arts for years, and that was a New Year's resolution. Um, and I started New Year's Day going to the gym, and you all fucking saw me, uh, like, tell you guys that, like, I was hating life for a bit. But I'm happy that I did it. I, I sweat out a shit ton of liquor on New Year's Day. So fuck you, Siv. Fuck you and your cynical fucking bullshit-ass outlook on light you're fucking content and you are a terrible person for being content you should always better yourself fuck you fuck you on your the horse that you rode in on fuck your smallpox not very diagnosis of you i'm just saying i mean if you have a nihilistic outlook to life what's the point i get it and also i i don't necessarily like Diogenes, I'm more of a Camus fan. I like absurdism better. But, so here's the thing. If, if there wasn't a New Year's, let, let's say, for example, that we didn't celebrate the, the, the Earth traveling uh, around the fucking sun, um, would you have... Would you have done what you did? W would you have created a quote-unquote New Year's resolution and followed through with it like you have. If there wasn't such a thing as celebrating the Earth traveling around the fucking sun. Maybe not, it, because it wouldn't have given me the opportunity to... Uh... So you're just 
So, look at my. So, look, hold on. You you want me to answer the question, or are you gonna like cut me so off? You, like you not even before I begin. You, you said probably not. You said probably not. You gave me. Your yeah, answer. but shouldn't I elaborate it, or are you just gonna like have me throw it out there? No, no. This is a this is a congressional hearing. I just get the answers that I want. No, if we didn't have New Year's uh, like uh, a day to celebrate it, I wouldn't have picked it up because I didn't uh, think about life uh, as much um, or in in depth. Uh, as I normally do around New Year's nowadays. So, um, so you specifically need a calendar on the day to be reflective, and then to give you goals. A calendar on the day, a day on the calendar. Wouldn't it be days? Fuck because you. I, I've said I, I usually start in December. Um, uh, good to know that you're listening there, Siv. Maybe you should add that as well, along with not interrupting people. Well, I mean, what he said does make sense to you even starting in December. You have a specific day of the year that you start it. And it's uh, around the time that we complete a rotation around the sun. And the only reason why you started it in December was because you wanted to get a head start on it in January, which when it would have started in the new year. So you would have already developed the habit. Right, except for the fact that I started doing Muay Thai in February a few years ago. So uh, it's not like a, a concrete, oh, I need to start in December. I start my habits usually around December, but I keep it flexible. And as long as I keep my goals in mind um, and I achieve them throughout the year, then I, I can look back and say, like, yeah, I, I've made the best of this year. Um, I mean, shit, I quit smoking in October, and that was a New Year's resolution early in fucking uh, 2020. It took me that fucking long to kick the habit, but I still did it. I, I'm specifically just getting at the fact that, from from what I'm getting, if we didn't celebrate the year changing, that there's a good chance you probably wouldn't have decided to do these things like quit smoking or get more into your martial arts uh, and whatnot. And that the, the reason why you did it is, and the reason why many people do it is because it's just a thing that people get to say and to do. And now, granted, some people do follow through with it, like yourself. but the only reason why people do it is because the calendar changes. It's not I, because I, I never it's not said because it's I never not because said they that. specifically no 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 well no because I asked now you're you just I putting said, words in my mouth. No no I'm not because you said I asked you I said if if we weren't celebrating the Earth traveling around the sun mm-hmm. would you have made that resolution to better yourself? And you said probably not. Right. Right. So. Tell me exactly where I misstated you, misquoted you there. Uh, I, I think you're putting words in my mouth and, and ideas yeah. in, into what I'm saying. But when uh, when you're saying that most people would also do it, because I'm also not generalizing most people. And, and well, the no, way I, I look at you, New Year's... Do you set other goals throughout the year? Or yes. is it just, uh, new? oh, it's a, it's a new year, i got to set a whole bunch of goals out, and those are the ones that I'm going to focus on, and by June... You know, I'm just going to be keeping track of the goals I made in January, and I'm not going to create any new goals or kind of adapt with the times to, uh, you know, better myself in a different way. I'm just going to new year, new me, and then that's it. And then the new year, it's like, oh, shit, well, that didn't work. I'm going to be reflective, and then I'm going to change it up in the next year. No, but that's a very binary way to look at it. If if The only way if you're really going to grow is if you're willing to adapt to the current situation. And no one really could have predicted how the pandemic was going to affect us uh but we all had to adapt to the situation um so uh learning how to 
change your own goals or or make new goals and maybe have to put a pause in the goals that you had because of uh, situations out of your own control is part of, of following through with New Year's resolutions. And if anything, I think New Year's resolution should be something that goes throughout the entire year. Um, like you should be able to set new goals uh, as you accomplish new goals. Or if something hinders you from accomplishing a certain goal and you cannot by your means accomplish it, then focus on something else at the time and put it on the shelf and wait for another day to do it. Um, but know that you're going to accomplish it when things get better. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I just think the whole concept of New Year's resolutions is just dumb. <laughs> I mean, generally, yeah, but, I would have hey, to agree. But hey, I'm I'm here for the celebration to, you know, give a day off of work and get drunk. You know, why not? I, I just think people could find better ways to approach New Year's resolutions. Um, but the reality of it is most people like to say that they have a New Year's resolution, but they will not follow through with it. That's just how it works. Um, yeah, I, it's like going to a car dealership and getting a new car and, you know, and then as soon as you get the new car, it loses its, its value as soon as you take it off the lot. You know, as soon as you make a New Year's resolution, well, now it's like, I don't want to do it anymore. Right. And I mean, it's hard. It, it is hard to do a goal. Um, just trying to, to especially uh, trying to uh, get more healthy and more fit. Um, a Joe is one person who can see me struggle throughout from the beginning. Um, cause Joe was the person I worked out with when we were in college together. And, yeah. uh, Joe didn't let me quit either. Um, and that's also a part of it. Some people, it, you have to surround yourself with people who won't let you quit a new year's resolution. Toughest day was we had scotch the night before, and then the next day was leg day. We still woke up at se- – and the only time we could do it was 7 in the morning. And Mike and I chatted about that, saying, like, listen, like, it's our school schedule tomorrow. Like, we had classes. We had projects. We had work. Um, and, like, it, it, something something was coming up where it's, like, if we want to go to the gym, we have to go, like, ass crack a dog when they open up at 7 in the morning. We're like, all right, let's do this. And we were already a couple drinks in. I was like, ah, let's keep going. We had scotch that night, so we showed up 7 in the morning – our thing did legs and then continued the rest of the day yeah i remember that and uh i will say like it it is not been an easy journey as well getting healthier but you have to keep with it uh and you have to keep that mentality whatever goal you chase um not just getting fit but uh whatever you want to do with your own life so um and that's why new year's resolutions are hard because it's hard to do a goal because if it was easy, everyone would do that thing that you want to do. All right, my I feel like I've taken up a lot of time on New Year's resolutions. No, it's good. You guys have a good conversation. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I put it in for the joke that I made 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, I, I had I nothing mean, more to say on that. <laughs> yeah, I just like being a cynical piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, it, I work with it, man. I work with it. I'll play devil <laughs> advocate with you. Yeah, I just don't really... I just well, always am just doing stuff out, differently. So, I just want to, I, I just want to point out at the very beginning of that, after Eric got finished, and I said, 
you know, one thing that I want to do this year is get back into playing music. And I started by saying I wanted to do something different this year and then went on about other people being pieces yeah. of shit. <laughs> as you're let's talking, see if you follow through with it. <laughs> yeah, as you're talking, yeah. saying you, you don't, like, do it or, like, why would you do something on one calendar year? I'm like, but you already said that you were going to be doing something. <laughs> Like, yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I just wanted to be cynical, civil there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you actually started the new year by playing music, didn't you? Uh, well, no, not really. I mean, like, I, I didn't. I was just kind of jamming out. I didn't actually play anything. I, I've, I haven't played my guitar in uh, Christ. I don't even know how long it's been. Um, so if I, I even tried picking it up right now, I would just be dick. I restrung my acoustic guitar in March or April and played Seven Nation Army, easiest song to learn, and then never picked it up again. <laughs> yeah, well, once you learn Seven Nation Army, you don't need to play <laughs> anything else. Oh, yeah, I didn't even like learn it on guitar. I learned it on bass guitar uh, over a decade ago and then picked up the guitar and was like, I'm pretty sure it's these chords and then played it. And I was like, hey, look at that. I can do it. All right. Uh, I just put it down <laughs> and haven't picked up my guitar. So actually, actually, it's uh, if you can play Wonderwall, then you don't need to play anything else because then you're just the life of the party. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. It, it, that reminds me of uh, the Wayne's World. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the Wayne's World bit, though, where he's in a guitar shop and he grabs a guitar and goes to start playing Stairway to Heaven. And one of the employees is like, nah. And he points to a sign and says, no stairway. And he's like, ooh, sorry. Because <laughs> everyone will go into mm -hmm. a guitar center or whatever and play stairway to heaven mm -hmm. and that's it <laughs> you know that's a yep. uh, rule at guitar centers what that that is a rule at, at yeah, certain it's guitar centers that was real mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised though if they bought the signs just because of wayne's world oh what a good movie i prefer the prequel. great movie the prequel the SNL yeah. bit? no uh inglorious bastards he was a uh british spy uh, like a, an, a lieutenant or captain working under Winston Churchill. There's a whole scene with Mike Myers in it. He's credited. Oh, uh, yeah, he is. I don't remember that scene. Nope. And in my mind, it's part of the Quentin Tarantino universe. So, fuck it. Prequel. I don't know where to go from here, bud. <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect segue to talk about the other uh, great cinematic achievements, um, such as Air Bud. Yeah, Joe, can you update us on the uh, next installment of Airbud? Airbudding around with Joe? Where where are we in discussing Airbud in the cinematic universe? So it's one dog that makes sure a kid doesn't get on the team. So now we bring you Airbud 2 Golden Receiver. So, pretty much for this one. First one, Airbud uh, plays basketball, if we all remember from uh, talking about that. Airbud 2 Golden Receiver. So this is, of course, Golden Receiver, receivers in football. He's playing football. Um, so it goes to the story when the kid, he's now a teenager and a basketball player. Um, there, there's like a little bit, you know, a little drama and everything with like the family and relationships and stuff. Uh, but yeah, so it turns out like Buddy can not only like dunk a ball, but he's like really good at football. So he's like, he'll run out to the field because, you know, I can't think of a lot of high school kids that can outrun a golden lab catching a ball and shit, but you know, it's whatever, go for it. So he has superior football skills and he's like fast running, like, you know, because he's a fucking dog. He's got four legs. Dogs run really fast. Um, meanwhile, there's also like a whole, like, 
the stereotypical like Russian villains, like they're the protagonists of the shows and stuff. And they find them, and um, they convince the dog is like theirs now, and everything, and all that. And it's just you know all the little drama shit and stuff. So fast forward, like Buddy goes through some stuff where it's like, oh, he's a great football player, but he's still like, oh, he's joining us. No, he's not. Um, they're down to a championship game, and they are losing badly. Like holy shit. So uh, the bad Russian dudes like have the dog and a chimpanzee in a cage, but somehow they break out, they get away, and uh, they're uh, they get they get out from like the van and everything. Kind of like in the first one, they escape the van, like get out of the cage and get away from the clown asshole. And now they're trying to get to the football game. So when they get out and escape, Patrick, like the kid that owns the dog and everything, the main uh, character uh, actor, he takes Buddy to the game. Luckily, with help of Buddy, they catch up, and unfortunately, Buddy's taken out to subsequent injury, um, so he's like a little bit injured right now. So the the team, um, what's it the, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves, yeah, the, the the pro team, the Timberwolves are forced to finish the game without them. And guess what? They fucking win. It's a fucking great, uh, great movie. Well, I mean, it didn't do well in box offices, but it's still a good, heartwarming movie. Um, uh, dog plays football, gets taken away, of course, because of some fucking assholes. You know, whoever, whoever takes dogs away from people, you know, can just eat a, eat a bag of dicks. Not, and I, when I say that, I'm not saying, like, eat, eat the bag. I'm literally saying take each dick out one at a time and eat that bag, and then you finish eating that sack. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Buddy 2, Golden Receiver, playing some uh, football. I believe next week is uh, the soccer one, so stay tuned, folks. It It's amazing how... How you can explain one thing to me, and I am just left with way more questions. What's your question, buddy? Why are there Russians in the middle of America? Why are they trying to steal this golden retriever? I said, buddy, as in the dog's name in the movie. Why? What? That's the name in uh, the Air Bud in the movie. Is this the same dog who played basketball? Uh, I have to figure out and see because the dog passed away because of some cancer. Um, I meant like in the movie. Is it the same dog? dog. It's supposed to be uh, two Russians in the hope and having to perform a special attraction for the Russian circus. Um, that's when they want to get the dog. Now, is this like some sort of Red Dawn nonsense? Uh, like we got the Soviets. Trying to uh, invade the United States, and they're hoping to use the sports prowess of Buddy to undermine American capitalist ways. Probably. What? You know where I'm going with this. This is just like Santa. All I'm saying is this. At the end of the day, I'm a very simple person. Don't fuck with people. Don't fuck with dogs. All right? That's it. Ah! What the fuck just happened? The Russians got him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just uh I'm just glad we have a segment of the podcast that I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a few now that we've brought it up. I don't know how you're still on you're on the back end. We're talking about the best cinematic universe, man.
So there's a there's an age old debate it goes back to the very ye ancestors of time, uh, of of pizza developers, when uh, they uh, decided about toppings after getting past the traditional cheese, uh, pepperoni, and just all sauce pizza, and um, and and in recent day, uh, ye folk like to put. Uh, pineapple on uh, pizzas, uh, name it Hawaiian, and put some fucking ham and shit on there, but generally just pineapple to begin with, and and this has become a a raging topic of debate, uh, a debate among uh, many Hawaiians, politicians, uh, apparently some Russian oligarchs, and uh, uncultured individuals who do not like to put pineapple on their pizza. And now I'd like to welcome to the stage uh, Mr. Kroll, part of the uh, popular Pineapple on Pizza uh, party, and the um, Nazi, I mean, sorry, uh, fascist, fuck, um, uh, not Pineapple on Pizza, strictly Italian party, Eric. And uh, Mike, I'm going to open up the floor to you to begin with an opening statement on why pineapple belongs on pizza. You have uh, one minute, and and I have the timer going. I'm going to let you finish. You're wrong, but continue. Oh, whoa. I opened up the fucking floor for Mike. Mike, I'm going to give you an extra. I'm going to let him finish. I said I'm going to let him finish. I'm going to give you. No, no, no. I'm going to give you an extra 10 seconds, Mike. (laughs) Uh, all right, thank you, Donald Trump, for interrupting me mid-debate. Um, that's all I have. So, um, pineapple belongs on pizza because pizza can go on anything. Uh. Yep, pizza can go on anything. Put that on a T-shirt. Excuse me, as the as the debate moderator, yeah. I have to please ask Eric to stop interrupting. Thank you, uh, um, Mike. You I think resume. debate moderators are supposed oh, to be oh, oh, uh, impartial. Oh, oh, I'm just throwing oh, that out there. They're oh, supposed to be impartial, oh, and you're oh, opening. Oh no! Uh, really nope, lean towards nope. one one side of the argument, uh, and really a debate moderator shouldn't be you're, picking you're just, sides at the beginning. They should be allowing themselves you're just to really just objectively listen to the arguments. But you lean really into it, cutting with the into Mike's time. Really uh, are you saying, are you saying that the media is biased? Oh, I'm not allowed to respond to your questions. It's your time to talk. Uh, all right. Are you gonna let me talk? There we go. Okay. Um, you should be able to put whatever you want on pizza. Pizza's good. Pizza is democratic. You can. It is the people's food. Whatever makes you feel comfy with, put it on the pizza. Do we all necessarily have to agree with your choices? No, but we all have to respect it. That's the American way. Since pizza is clearly an American food, um, we all need to come together and accept pineapple as another flavor that we can put under the umbrella tree or the umbrella pie, if you will. Umbrella pie? Pineapple pie. Pineapple pizza pie. Holy shit, I've been here. <laughs> 
Well, anyway, Mike, I just had to say that there was a go. fantastic opening statement from the uh, cultured part of the debate. Eric, you now have the floor for the uncultured side. All right, so this debate's already skewed because the moderator's fucking wrong. The other guy debating uh, is fucking wrong. Can we also... Can you, you're wrong, and when the you introduce you're wrong him, is because you you're wrong. Him, Donald Trump, please calm you down. Would, when, you, when you introduce him, please remind the audience that he is not living in New York. He has lived in New York for... Uh, smaller amount of time as the person who was in favor we'll of pineapple in, we'll on pizza in the cross we'll get to this hey, in the what, cross you part of the are debate. you italian let me let me hear that are you italian no fuck off with whoa, your pizza whoa. opinions no nah. uh, excuse this me is my culture excuse this me. is what i eat this is my debate i'm the moderator chris is the I master debater moderator. am i gonna get a rebuttal or opening statement or are we just gonna talk Miss over me I let, Mike speak. Wait, I let Mike speak. Trump. I didn't cut him off once. If you listen Mr. back, I didn't Trump. say one single thing the entire Mr. time you were talking. And now please. I'm being berated Mr. This Trump. where I'm right. Mr. Trump, will you please? <laughs> now, before this debate, we, you, both of your campaigns agreed to these rules. And you've both been breaking these rules by cutting off the, each other. Mr. Trump, you've been doing it more so than uh, Mr. Kroll over here. So... Please finish your opening statement, and then we'll get into the cross section of this debate. I will debate that you're wrong, because pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Keep your fucking fruit off my goddamn pizza. The only fruit that goes on pizza is tomato, and that's in the sauce. Which gets me to, sauce shouldn't be fucking sweet. If you make pizza and it's got sweet sauce, you're not a fucking pizzeria. You're a fucking bakery, and stop making pizza, because you suck at it. Pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. You can... Put anchovies on pizza, you can put onions, you can put garlic, you can put olives, you can put, like, make a supreme. Put everything on there, except not soil. My pizza was sweet. That is not... Well, that was a very hate-filled opening statement. Now we're going to open the floor to the cross part of the debate. Mike, uh, would you like to start with a 30-second cross of Eric's opening statement? I mean, it just uh, doesn't surprise me that one of the Trumps would be coming out so hateful. Uh, he's been spreading division uh for the past few years now and really pineapple pizza and pizza in general brings us all together we can all share the eight slices of the pie so why you have to for me uh excuse me can can we can we are you with the audience no sorry will the audience please hold any applause and noise until you're taking precious time away from the audience to be able to hear the debaters uh, present their cases and their uh, policy points on the important, deathly topic of pineapple on pizza. Uh, so, Eric, uh, you know, uh, your attempt to cross. Exactly. I don't care what you fucking say. It's not a democracy. This is fucking pizza, man. Mussolini, this bitch. There's no pineapple on that goddamn fucking pizza. I refuse to accept that. It's not real. You're not doing it. You're destroying pizza. Throw that shit in the trash. If it comes to my door, I'm throwing it right the fuck out. I'm not picking that shit off. That's gross. I don't have pineapple particles on that cheese. Mm -mm. Nope. No, thank you. So uh, now we're going to open up to the part of the debate of the moderator asking some questions. Eric, I want to direct my first question to you. Why oh, is your stance on pineapple pizza so divisive? Uh, a lot of, lot of hateful rhetoric coming out of your campaign about pineapple uh, being on pizza in, in recent weeks leading up to the final uh, weeks of the uh, election season here. Um, you know, just kind of, why is your stance on pineapple pizza just so divisive for the public? 
I'm going <clears> to <throat> open up with you're wrong uh, because it's not divisive. It's just truth. The truth is pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Uh, don't put that shit on there. It's not something that I'm using as a weapon. It's just a fact in the known world. All these fucking millennials and Gen Zers out there are like, oh, yeah, pineapple on pizza. This debate didn't fucking exist 10, 10 20 years ago. And now everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be on the menu now at a pizzeria. Fuck you. No, I don't want your pineapple. Take it off the menu. Make it a secret menu option. I don't even want to fucking see that shit printed on something. So uh, my follow-up question is for Mike, and i just like to remind the audience, whoever brought their dog, uh, please take it outside. Uh, dogs were not allowed at this venue. I don't know how it got in. But anyway, uh, so Mr. Kroll, in, uh, in, in Eric's... Uh, question there. He said that 10, 20 years ago, the pineapple pizza debate was not existent. But this is all millennials and Gen Zers. And our fact checkers actually just brought up the fact that uh, Hawaiian pizza was developed in 1962. Fake. Uh, so what is what is uh, you, you know what up. is your response Snopes to that. the what what is your response, Mr. Snopes. Trump? Would you please? Stop interrupting the If you're going to bring false facts to a debate that you're clearly oh, siding on a oh, different false side facts? for, then I false think you got to you got to get yeah, Snopes wanna, on this wanna, bad boy. You, you got to fact check it because I think your uh, facts are wrong. Okay, well we'll present the facts for the audience. But anyway, Mr. Kroll, 1962 was when Hawaiian pizza was invented. Why is Eric wrong, and why is his divisive rhetoric on pineapple pizza so destructive for our country? Well, I think the real issue uh, that you know, we have here is uh, Eric did bring up a good point that um, he is not like Eric Trump. Um, he does have uh, an IQ higher of 70, but saying you have an IQ of 71 still doesn't make you a genius uh, in the eyes of the Ivy League and the Academy. So now we're just gonna now we're just gonna attack someone. Oh, are you going to let me speak, like, sir? Are we I'm gonna, just, I'm just gonna say in a civil debate. Uh, and our moderator civil, so I thought this was going to be civil. We weren't going to attack each other personally, but if we're he is there, the master debater, and you still cannot abide by his rules, please, sir. Anyway, um, really, this sort of rhetoric is uh, just appealing to the lowest common denominator, uh, just like the number seventy-one, a and and anyone who has a similar IQ. Let's just uh, leave it at that. Um, you know. Uh, you you have someone who is in favor of Benito Mussolini and, and the Italian way of doing things around that time, as opposed to being open to new ideas and the hippie culture that came about in the 1960s in America, uh, especially the new estate in America. But only and those who want to divide us would only like to keep things back in the 1930s and 1940s. And this is why... Uh, we cannot accept uh, such such harsh dogmatic ideals, such as pineapple not being on pizza. Before we get to the closing statements, uh, the fact checkers would like to direct both of your attentions to the InPod chat, where the fact checkers posted the uh, Time.com article about the man who invented Hawaiian pizza dying back in uh, 2017, and how... Sam Panopoulos, who was born in Greece and moved to Canada, actually developed 
The pineapple Panopolis. pizza. Now, what a fake name. Now, That's a fake now, name. Eric, I'm sorry. His name is Panopolis. That is not a real man. This is subjugated. Now, Eric, this is false. This guy is a fake man. He's an alien with a lizard face. Gentlemen. That's lying. Panopolis, Panopolis. Pineapple on pizza, Panopolis. This is a fucking conspiracy. So anyway, Eric, I know you are very fond of Canada with shows like Letterkenny, uh, sports like hockey, and pastimes like drinking beer. And of course, I assume you like maple syrup as well. Uh, If not, this is a debate for next round. Um, But... You, you're seeing that uh, this man was born in Greece and moved to Canada, and Pineapple Pizza then had some affiliation with both of those countries. Uh, Greece, and... Greece is not Italy. It's Greek. It's Greek country. Just gonna so are, are, are you saying that all Greek food is uh, not good? No, I love Greek food. But are, 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 you, are you going he, after? He should not be making rules on Italian are... food. And to move even further, an earlier point that my debatee or whatever you call them uh mike made was that it's america and it's american pizza and you should be able to put whatever you want on it this motherfucker's from canada that's canadian goddamn pizza that's not pizza it's trash throw it out so in 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 my so just before we get to the closing statements you're talking about it's not italian food correct and that and because of that it doesn't it's not pizza is that what i'm gathering from your statement sir it's the gist. You you you've made it simpler than than what I said, but sure. So then, what is your stance on pasta? Why? Pasta is not an Italian food. How's it not Italian? It's Italian American. Pasta was introduced to the Italians from the Far East after Marco Polo introduced pasta to Italy after traveling to the Far East. It has originations in Asia. Noodles have originations in Asia. Tomato sauce with noodles is Italian. Um, hold on. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, I know this is wait, wait. So are you conduct, saying... but tomatoes came from the Americas. So uh, Italians didn't have access to it until at, at the least being the most generous, 1492. All right, I'm well, sorry I'm I was educated on the Colombian exchange. Oh. And, and gentlemen, just so I can point out, dough... Uh, comes from has originations from Egypt, so Italians making pizza and Italians making pasta they have originations from other countries. You're and and, and so what you're saying is no, you're saying they have no, originations from no, places no, they weren't Trump, made. Mr. Sir, Trump, sir, you sir, please can I finish the thought process? And no, can, you I are not letting me finish. You are not letting me finish. I'm trying to make I am the moderator of this debate. I'm trying to make points this entire time, and both you and the other host are cutting me off and mr trump please stop interrupting the moderator and your debate when you stop uh, interrupting opponent. me when you stop no you interrupted me when i was I have not i've been the perfect debater no this you've not been time. perfect at all. i've anyway. been the best candidate on this stage representing no. myself and my side clearly coherently and intelligently and you have been undermining my thoughts every step of the way cutting me well, off your thoughts are me wrong, thought. and false and very divisive and dangerous for the country to be considering that only italian pizza should be considered pizza and i feel like that's very divisive and racist anyway mike uh your clo- closing statement um i just want to conclude with the revelations we had by the fact checkers and the uh, i, I want to thank uh not only the audience for being great listeners and, and wanting to participate in this process 
thank you for listening and abiding by the rules. And then thank you also to my lovely opponent. He's brought in some really good points. Um, and, and I think we all need to show a level of respect and decorum, uh, even when we fail to adhere to those standards ourselves. Um, wow. And then lastly, I would like to thank the moderator and fact checker, uh, for he has done a lovely job of just inserting himself when he needed to. Um, Thank you. I appreciate your kind words and your and wisdom on this topic. And Eric, uh, I, your... I would just I would just like to conclude though that uh, the the past revelations have shown us that pizza didn't originate in Italian uh, provinces, in Italian city states. They originated here in America. In in pineapple on pizza originated in Canada, which is part of the Americas. So I would like to contend that the best thing we need to do to unite the world is to just accept that pineapple can go on pizza and stop hating one another. We need to come together and was, and, and enjoy life. That was very inspiring, Mr. Colin. Mr. Eric, you uh, now have the floor for your closing statement. So I'm going to start off with uh, this has been rigged since the beginning. The moderator and the other person debating uh, have been constantly in cahoots talking about this. Uh, before the debate even started, we were to, to come to the floor with all of our arguments, but they've been working behind my back to uh, shut down my opinion and make it sound wrong. Pineapple does not belong on pizza. And if you want to go fact checking and stuff, you can look up an <clears throat> article from April 29th, 2019. Uh, good old master chef Gordon Ramsay actually says pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. Therefore, it does not belong on pizza. Tomato sauce is acidic. Food is an acidic food. And so is pineapple. Too many acidic foods at once might melt your fucking insides. So to take it from the smartest chef I know, um, personally, professionally, you know, we've done a lot of work together. Uh, Gordon Ramsay says it doesn't belong on pizza. And you're wrong if you go against Gordon Ramsay. He is a master chef and you are not. Uh, so just throwing it out there, that is a true fact. I will, I will post it in the in-pod chat so you can see this fact. Um, that is real. That exists. Gordon Ramsay says it doesn't belong on pizza. I say it doesn't belong on pizza. Stop putting fucking pineapple on pizza. Um, <clears throat> one final thing, uh, my you know fellow debater uh, thanked me for, for, for having good arguments and everything. I just want to say thank you for bringing nothing to the table. Uh, I learned nothing today, and I refuse to accept your, your opinion. I think it's wrong, and it'll always be wrong. Well, uh, I'm sorry. I actually brought pineapple pizza to the table because that's what everyone should be eating. Um, and if you would like to starve with your chef, uh, be my guest. Uh, because, you know, some of us don't like to just listen to one opinion. We like to accept other opinions. But I guess if you're, you uh, like to, to follow in the steps of Mussolini, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. Are you calling Gordon Ramsay Mussolini? Because I think that sir is a British man who is a master chef, makes amazing foods, and all I'm saying Mussolini is for agreeing with the fact that I'm pineapple a... does not belong on pizza, even bringing the science down on you that it has too many acidic qualities to be on pizza and can kill you from the inside out. So you're telling people to poison themselves by eating pineapple pizza. Sir, you're just putting words in my mouth, and I think you are you I'm, are I'm treading putting, dangerous waters. You mouth, are you're causing the words I'm divisive. putting in your mouth. They are. I just want to point out pineapple pizza. You're trying. I, you're I, causing I would, division. I would just like to point out that one of the articles that talks about 
pineapple pizza being too acidic is an opinion article. It's not actual research. It's an opinion article. But anyway, gentlemen, I'd just like to thank you for your time and providing your opinions and yeah, uh, okay. viewpoints. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. From do time.com. Do this from time.com. A dot com. You're getting your facts from a dot com. Are you kidding me? You're going to talk about shut up, man. Are you questioning the validity of time.com? Is where you're going to host it? Okay. All right. <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? Thank you. So anyway, yeah. I'd just like to thank the debaters for uh, coming here today, especially uh, Mr. Cole for presenting his very uh, popular and very cultured and um, Fake news. Uh, great uh, non-divisive non viewpoints on the topic of pineapple being on pizza. Uh, and uh, thank comment you in the comment uh, section and tell me I'm right. Thank you, Mr. Eric, for showing up today and being yourself. And thank you to the audience for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week at the next debate. Thank you very much. Do, 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 do. Debate 2020. Oh, 2021. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck it. Leave it in. So, uh, with me today, I have uh, one of the audience members, uh, Mr. Long. And uh, Mr. Long, we're on Zoom today. Hello. Uh, I believe you're muted currently. Um, you know, you just uh, tuned into the debate. Uh, what, what did you, uh, what was your takeaway from the debate? Who, you know, what was kind of your first initial thought? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Both, both arguments had um, good points, good, good facts, good supports. With uh, Gordon Ramsay and articles and stuff, I just honestly like another goal of mine this year is the fact that you know what people are gonna have their opinions and I'm gonna do what I do with my opinion. I'm just gonna pour in a glass and drink it and shut the fuck up and keep it to myself. Before the debate, were you leaning towards uh, enjoying pineapple on pizza or towards not having pizza on pineapples or? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant, buddy. When you came into this debate before it started, did you like pineapples on pizza or did you not like pineapples on pizza? I do like pineapple on pizza. And after listening to the two debaters, has your stance changed? No, because I will still eat pineapple Hawaiian pizza because I get ham and pineapple. I will not, however, eat broccoli on pizza. Uh, I mean, can we really trust a man whose palate um, refuses to accept ass into his diet? <laughs> We're going to have to cut this interview. This guy isn't qualified. <laughs> I wonder if Gordon Ramsay eats ass. I feel like he does. <laughs> okay, all right. Here's where my mind instantly went. His wife bent over or whatever. Like, I'm just going to sprinkle a little bit of parsley on there. I thought the same thing. A little bit of salt or pepper on there. Mm -hmm. And he's going right. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a picture. I need to find it. But it's, it's up Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> well, well, you pull up that picture. Um, I, uh, I just, I did, I did. When we finished the debate, I did pull up Facebook just because I was like, "Ah, oh, what's going on over here?" 
and uh, someone posted a picture of a T9 keyboard from flip phones. I figured this would be a good topic to bring up. Did you guys used to have like flip phones and texting back in like the early 2000s? Uh, uh, yeah, did. but I'm my mind is still on the <laughs> fact that Gordon Ramsay is probably yelling at someone for the lamb sauce when he's eating his wife's ass. <laughs> and then he slaps it and he's like, it's fucking raw. I, I can't put this shit in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I just posted it in the... Uh, I've seen the that, uh, yeah. There's a comic, uh, if you look up, probably, I don't know. Oh, wait, did Ramsey I post it in the comic. wrong one? Yeah, you posted it in format shares, it's okay. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, had a, I had a flip phone in middle school, and uh, that was actually my first phone that I got when I was in, like, 7th or 8th grade, and the only reason, or it might have been 8th grade. No, it was 6th grade. Um, and it was, number one, because I would stay after school, because I was in the jazz band um, mm. as their uh, youngest guitar player we actually won state uh Nerd! That that's i was in the orchestra um, and band too man so <laughs> yeah well i mean like hey we won states best best jazz band in the state uh that year but nice um yeah we didn't like one of the songs we played wasn't even a jazz song it was oye como va by carlos santana and i played bass that is, like, a jazz song. is it really i feel like yeah, it santana is considered jazz like no. latin jazz but it's jazz yeah, I, so, yeah okay I, um... I guess i can see if it's latin jazz um yeah, but, but uh, uh I ran track and was in band and stuff in high school and played hockey and all that. So I had a phone number so I could text my siblings to pick me up after school or whatever. Um while I was in middle school. So probably mm-hmm. like oh, middle school, geez, what was that? Probably two thousand two thousand hold on. Mine was two thousand seven. Two thousand six to two thousand eight. Two thousand five to two thousand eight. Because I was yeah. in fifth uh fifth, sixth and seventh or sorry, sixth, seventh, eighth. Mm-hmm. uh middle school and um yeah. with me i'm one of the generation i think joe you're the same uh is whatever year the school year ended with was the year you were in so like first yep. grade ended in 2001 and second grade ended yeah. in 2002 so it's pretty funny i can always know what year i was in a certain grade because of that um that's how i remember someone yeah. someone posted um with t9 texting it's a language that is is dead now because everyone has full keyboards on their cell phones um, but someone posted only certain people will understand this, and it's six 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 dash five five space two two dash six 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 or six 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 dash six 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 dash six dash three three dash seven seven seven. Now that's a lot. I'm not gonna make anyone like think of the T nine keyboard. I'll just tell you, it says OK Boomer <laughs> in T nine. Mm. I figured Sip would have had that memorized since, yeah. uh, you know, autism. Right, right, right. But so I can translate T9 fairly quickly. So I saw someone post this meme that said that, and my comment on it was instantly 555-666-555, which is LOL. <laughs> I could talk at T9 all day. <laughs> That's why I asked if you guys had flip phones. Uh, a little, little, little showing of the age there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I had it, and um, uh, also, aside from staying after school with the jazz band, um, uh, the other reason why my parents got me one is because I think, believe there was a failed Columbine in my school district at one point. Oh, shit. Yeah. How long did they keep you out of school? No, it wasn't at my school. It was at the, the high school. I was at middle school at that point. Oh, why were you going to a high school? <clears throat> No, 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 I was so, in middle school. It was at a high school. 
So my uh, middle school and high school were at the, like, I don't know if yours was like this, Chris. Mine were actually in the same, like, area. Like, they were literally, like, the same parking lot and everything. It was just two buildings no. on a giant the... plot of land that were right near each other. One drive, and, like, the first, when you turn in the loop, uh, you pass the high school first, and you go around the bend, and then you pass the middle school I went to. Yeah, um, that's the way it is with a lot of uh, different schools. I know Springfield Township is like that with their middle school and high school. Mine yeah, and was like, cheaper the... for the bus system too, to be honest, because you can. It's the same buses. They pick up the high school kids, and then they pick up the middle school kids after they're done with that. Yeah. So mine was the the two that were in the same like vicinity was the four or five school and the high school. Uh, so at, and the elementary school was maybe like a block away that I went to was a block away from the four or five school, and then after that, I had to go like, I had to fucking hike. To middle school and then high school i came back to basically like a block away from my uh, a couple oh that's interesting that you went two years near the high school then different place then back to the same buildings mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting so but with mine being close like that when i was in middle school if there were ever like bomb threats or whatever where like the school the high school is going on lockdown because we were in such close proximity to it we would all have to go out to the fields where like you would do recess and stuff um, so, like, yeah. if there's ever a threat to either school, both schools would be evacuated. Um, and surprisingly, I lived, like, post 9-11, too. I was in middle school in New York. And that shit happened, like, on a weekly basis. Someone would call something in like that. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Like, just the time period. It's just kind of crazy that that would happen all the time. Like, especially post 9-11. It was just insane. We always, I always, so I was a Frisbee kid. I, like, grew up playing Frisbee um, all the time, Ultimate Frisbee and shit. So whenever we'd evacuate, I would just take my Frisbee with me. I'd always have it in my backpack. And then, like, we'd be outside, and the teachers would be yelling at us for tossing the Frisbee around. And I'm like, dude, we're just keeping ourselves occupied. Like, worry about the kids who are freaking out and crying and shit. Like, we're outside, so we're just going to toss a disc around for a little bit. Like, we're already outside. We're not bothering anyone. We're keeping ourselves occupied. We're not causing any problems. Like, why is this a problem for people? I think I've got, I had, like, three Frisbees confiscated at some point because they were like, stop doing this. And I'm like... At least I'm keeping like 20 kids occupied while you guys can focus on the rest. Like, and one teacher can come over and watch us to make sure we're not fighting. Like, that's it. <laughs> uh, I can't help but imagine when the teacher's like, "Hey, what are you doing over there, kid? You you put your head or your your hat sideways. You put your sunglasses on, and you're like, check this shit out. And then you throw the frisbee into the school, and then you disarm the bomb, and then everyone cheers." And I just walk away, and the school still explodes like a cool CSI move. And I and all of a sudden you just hear, oh, I cut out. Yeah! Is that part of the Airbud Cinematic Universe? You're throwing a frisbee with no, a dog. Yes, I'm in Miami uh, universe. <laughs> put on my sunglasses and walk away from an explosion. Super cool, like. So I I do see this also on the format, and I figure we can segue into this real quick. Um, on the Swivel News, Russian teacher sends student to the Gulag. Um, yes. Uh, and oh. since, you know, Eric, you got sent to Cuba, I figure you can bring us some first-hand experience as well. Today is January 2nd, 2021. This is your special news report with Chris Civil. It's a weekly update of something that may have happened over a week ago. Today, we have great topics coming up about Russian teachers sending a student to Gulag. Chris, uh, you're live from your uh, home studio. Uh, take it away. Thank you, Eric. A court in St. Petersburg, Russia, sentenced a teacher, Oleg Soklov, to 12 years in prison after murdering and dismembering a female student lover. 
The court obviously found him guilty after prosecutors only recommended a sentence of 15 years for the killer teacher. As it turns out, prosecutors were impressed with the teacher's ability to leave such an impression on his students that he got jail time while she pieced herself together in the gulag. That's the news, and that's how I'm telling it. Wait, what? What the? What? I'm sorry, I could not track that news story at all. And now weather from fucking wherever. I don't know whether or not that was a news segment or what the fuck I just listened to. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Seymour Clavage out here in the field. As you can see, we are having a nice clear night. Uh, only three Russian teachers have been dismembered in this field. Uh, it's 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 a good night here um, in the Clavage, whatever you said. No, my name is Seymour Clavage. I am I am Mr. Clavage to you. Oh. Mr. Kovage, uh, what field are you currently standing in? Um, I'm in a hilly area. There are several lumps. Two large lumps, to be precise. You, do you happen to be in the rice paddies? No, no, no. That's Vietnam. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know I where we're going there. with this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Confuse you all with that? So, yeah, what? All right, so the kid murdered another student. No, no, no. The teacher was fucking a student, killed her, cut her up in pieces, and then the prosecutors only wanted to put him in jail for 15 years. Now, he was like 64. Yeah, so the teacher killed the student. So the 64-year-old or so teacher killed the 20-year-old or so student murdered, dismembered her body, and then got sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison. So that, that, was, that was the joke, that the prosecutors were impressed about the, you know, the impression he left on his students, and she got to piece herself together in the gulag, because, you know, dismembered. I'm so confused still. Can I you draw a diagram? Through the gulag. I, I'm lost here. But that's insane. That's a wild news story. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, got a laugh. That's all I was going for. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you've spent time in the gulag. Can you tell us, did you meet a teacher there? No, 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 no. The teacher didn't go to the gulag. The, the girl went to the gulag. He went to jail. Why did, she, why did she go to the gulag? Because she got killed. It's, it's, a, it's a war zone reference. She died, so she went to the gulag. Yeah. Oh. That's where I was lost. Now I'm picking it up. Because in the yeah. format, Chris has it written, Russian teacher sends student to the gulag. So I was so confused, like, okay, but what, wait, what? Like, I thought the student killed someone. Yeah, I thought the student ended up getting, like, legitimately sent to a gulag in Russia. But yeah, you know, so she's just piecing herself together down there. Because, you know, she Jesus. got dismembered. But My yeah, wild God. that you can kill someone, cut their body into little pieces, and then fucking only get 12 years in jail. And yeah, but it's probably... a Russian prison. Yeah? So what? Like, uh, Russian prisons are no joke, man. You, oh. Yeah, I think there's like 12 years in, the, in, in a Russian prison is like, if you survive that. Because think about like it, the... he dismembered someone, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who've done worse than that, too. And he's a teacher. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some criminals who have problems with their teachers. In oh, Russia. he was a pretty he was a pretty popular guy. I can't believe was this the first time he did it? Like, do they just know about the one? Oh, I think it was just the one. 
I mean, they were just romantically involved. And look, I made a swan. Nope, it's not a swan anymore. Nice. It's a swan again. Hey, hey Joe, are, are you are you drunk? I'm uh, a, take those rosy cheeks as a yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. So for the listeners, uh, Chris and Joe have their cameras on, and Joe just smiled, and now he's raising his eyebrows seductively. This is like my <laughs> seventh drink tonight. Joe also has no pants on. That's not true. I have shorts on. Ah, I have shorts are not pants. Going. Shorts are not pants. Shorts are shorts. They are not pants. You're correct. They are not pantaloons. Yeah. All right. Um, I think I, here no, might be a good know, place. I speak a different language. Do not let me start speaking Spanish. I swear. To... Don't leave a la biblioteca. I, I can't me. understand you. I, I can't speak Latin. La biblioteca. My almost T-bone. Les Arania es discoteca. Oh, fuck. I don't know the rap. <laughs> Why? Why are you guys speaking Portuguese? Yeah, can we actually speak Viamanese? Viamanese? I, I speak to the trees. Okay, Lorax. Hey, fuck you. Anyway. Um, what do you have against trees, Joe? Nothing, it was a Lorax reference. So, in, in, in one of the next topics, uh, it says getting trolled by AI. And uh, it says something it about last week's... It says something about last week's ep- episode fuckery, but I think what we should really address is last night, after we recorded a special edition of the podcast, Eric dropped a massive bombshell that um, robots are humans. And uh, I feel like we should unpack this. Uh, his, his correct phrase was robots. Ah, robots. robots. And, and which I then rebuttaled by saying is a dildo a human. In which case, the dildo would not be consenting to being shoved in Joe's ass. Well, I mean, it's primary function. Joe has consented to it. Now, So, there is a theoretical line of evolution that exists where uh, humans have evolved to the point, the furthest point that we can possibly be evolved to. Currently, biologically, we have evolved to the highest point of being intelligent sentient upright walking beings um there's a thought process in there that our next step in the line of human evolution is to begin augmenting the human experience through biomechanical you know means like you know optics like electrical eye optics to record things uh, metal arms metal legs uh you can see right now with like uh with amputees there are, I don't know why I did blah, blah, blah for that. With amputees, they do currently have a lot of like mechanical things that you can like connect something to someone's arm. If they're missing their arm, you can connect something to it and they regain physical control of like fingers that are attached to it. And there's some basic mechanical ones that are like simply wires and stuff that like when you move your elbow and stuff, it'll bend the fingers and all that. Um, or whatever part of your arm is left, there's certain muscles you can move that'll help you like bend and move things. Um, there's you know a lot of like biomechanical stuff that we're getting to with the human race uh that we're now creating mechanical versions of ourselves as a part of evolution and robots are the next step in human evolution where we now create a sentient ai 
intelligence that can learn for itself, which yes, it's just going to be a script that if this fails, then I'm going to learn this, or if this fails, I'll learn this. And it can run the script a thousand times in a second that if the outcome isn't what they want, it keeps running it until it gets the correct outcome to learn from that. So like even learning AI is a specific way. But once humans create robots, which we already have robots in factories and stuff that do a lot of the work that humans used to do, they are now another creature. They are another type of humanoid body. They have a thought process. Currently, I don't know if we have fully sentient ones. I know there's one that walks around um, and she was on a talk show. I forget what her name is, but there's a artificial robot uh, AI that on a talk show said she wanted to have a baby. And they were like, oh, God, what the fuck? Um, but robots are the next step of human evolution, so robots are humans in a sense. They are a humanoid living creature that if you treat poorly, I've read a shit ton of sci-fi, it's going to be the end of the human race. So they are in their own sense humans. They are the next step in human evolution. So what about uh, penile prosthesis? So penile like prosthetics on like a human, that's still your genitalia. Like if you have a prosthetic on you, I think your argument was like a dildo's a robot. It's really not a robot. Not everything with an on off switch is a robot. Really? Because I have an on off switch it's called the prostate. <laughs> what about those um, like Hitachi AI toys that can be programmed and, and learn what satisfies you yeah i don't know about those can you enlighten me on what those are it's exactly that it it learns what works with you what doesn't and uh <coughs> and, you, know, you just you, you just you put it on your little dangly dang and then it makes happiness come out it makes a penis come out um I, I, I don't know much about that. I can't speak to full form about AIs. That well, that, that is a robot, but according to you, some robots with sentience are, are human, so... Right. You know, since so, this yeah. is a learning so, I mean, being... Technically, um, just... so... No, I know. I, so what you're saying is I instantly think of um, Rick and Morty. Uh, there's an episode where he makes a robot to pass butter, and... It's the same thing. It's, oh, here, I'm going to put this cock ring on me that's AI. And it goes and looks at you and goes, what is my purpose? And you go, to make me come. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I just want to point out to the audience that during the debate, Eric cited an opinion article, and now he is studying a cartoon show. <laughs> I am keeping it current Mr. Musk. for the listeners and relatable. I'm keeping it relatable for people. <laughs> Mr. I'm not Musk, saying a cartoon please. show is scientifically factual. Mr. Here Musk, I was. Please get out of the sci-fi world about... and come back to reality. <laughs> uh, I, I was. We were talking about Diogenes and, and Camus when I was talking about uh, New Year's resolutions, and here he is talking about fucking Rick and Morty. That's I'm not just... talking about fucking Rick and Morty. I'm talking about Rick and Morty. Whatever you say, Summer. So anyway, to bring my intellectual thought back to intellect and not about sex toys robots are the next stage of human evolution and that's where we're heading um all right i'll be sure to tell my washer that you are the next step please continue washing michael <laughs> <laughs> um but no mike just kind of building off of your uh, washing machine comment you know just like talk about a spin cycle am i right you know uh you know just uh, imagine like a car dealer uh selling a washer uh and dryer uh machine 
to a customer like Eric, who, uh, you know, just kind of wants to adopt a human. And by adopting a human, I mean washer and dryer. And, you know, the guy just slaps it and is like, you know, this bad girl gets wet with the push of a button. Just crank her up and set your load size and you're good to go. Sir, I'm adopting a daughter and you just told me that my daughter gets wet with the push of a button. I don't appreciate you talking to my daughter that way or me, her now new father. Um, uh, I think really Eric's main problem here is he, like Ben Shapiro, cannot get a woman wet. Ah, that's why he's adopting a washer. I get it now. Medically impossible. This is kind of like that movie where the guy gets really emotionally attached to the uh, computer. Her. Yeah. No. Um, No, 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 him, him, not her, him. No, 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 no. The movie's called her. No, it, it, it's with the same actor, but it's not called her. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Gladiator. There we go. go. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, yes. about time to wrap up i think it's been a good episode um want to thank all the listeners who are listening uh thanks guys you know we see you guys who do actually recurring listening listen to our podcast uh we appreciate it if you could like us you can even comment and shit um subscribe all that nonsense you know the pandering that you do with the podcast at the end that was really not energetic but really seriously thanks for all the listeners who do listen to us we appreciate um you know the support you give us even though you know it may be a few of you, but it's great to have some people who like to listen to us weekly. We, you know, late night type talk show, the Insomnicast. We we do this on what we're trying to do a weekly basis. Uh, Chris mentioned it, or Mike might have mentioned it earlier in the podcast. We did a special episode on New Year's Day going into January 2nd. So we actually did one before this one. Uh, we'll release as a special episode. At some point, we don't have like a Patreon or anything. So it's not like you have to pay extra for it. It's just going to be a, a special of us just drunk on the first day of the new year. Uh, just having some good conversations and some good stuff. So be on the lookout for that. This might come out before then, probably after it. We'll see. Uh, depends on just our editing schedules. But I am your one host, uh, the Tribrid Trifecta from the Tri-State area, Triceratops. Eric, wow, I just burped during that. Uh, and I'll pass it off to Chris to give us a nice little closing. You know, hey, it's a new year, everyone. It's a chance for you to be a new you and do your whatever you do do. And yeah, that's all I got. If you want to follow me, that's cool. Instagram, social media, Snapchat. Feel like you have your ass eaten. I'm your guy. But anyway, have a fantastic start to your year, everyone. Let's make 2021, you know, let's just build on the progress we made in 2020 and 2021. So so many great things happened in 2020 that we just need to uh, keep building on in 2021. And I'm just so excited to be here along with all of you, not only the individuals on this podcast but also the ones that love listening and uh, i hope you all enjoy this i I love you all i hope uh, when we do our uh, fan favorites uh in the middle of summer at some point um you guys vote for me joe take it away all right listen up insomniacs like chris said like we all said in the beginning of the year and all i haven't given a speech in like what three four fucking five episodes listen up 
avoid toxic shit. Don't get brainwashed by all this, like, you can do and everything. At the end of the day, do what you want to fucking do. Alright? And you know what you got to do? Take the best advice from everyone that you learn, everyone that you grow up with and everything. At the end of the day, you need to do what is best for you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's only day two into this new fucking year, and you know what? It's going great. But you got to remember, if you want something, work for it. Find out what you can do for it. And if not, still figure out a way to go for it. Um, but thanks for listening. You ready for a new speech I have? I'm going to keep it a little bit of hush-hush right now, but uh, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay great. Mike, kill it. Um, Mike, can I just... Sorry, I just want to cut you off. I made a noise during Joe's closing, and I want to apologize for it. I ripped the nastiest fucking fart of 2021 two days in, and I gagged. And that was the noise I made in the middle of just, which was like, ah! I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Oh my God. Might continue, but I need to get away from this computer for one second after you're done. Damn. Even post debate, I'm getting interrupted. That's great. I'm sorry. I just, I, <laughs> my, the demons in my asshole just decided to express their opinion during Joe's speech, half sign off. And it, it, I, my brain, I don't, I, I don't have brain function. It all went to that far. I'm so sorry. Anyway, uh, on a serious note, um, I, I said this on the other episode, so again, depends on whatever gets released first. Um, but uh, I'm excited to be a part of this project, and uh, I hope this is a good start to 2021. And uh, unlike Chris over here, I actually do hope we get better and not just stay. Uh, this mediocre nonsense. Um, I hope I hope we can at least be an average podcast. Like you can kind of listen to it, but really you forget, and then all of a sudden your iPhone memory is filled, and you're like, oh right, because I didn't unsubscribe to them, so now I have all these downloads. Well, let me listen to it again, and then you do it, you know, throughout the year. Um, that's what I hope we can accomplish. Um, you you subscribe to us, then you forget about us, and then we come back. Uh, like a tumor. So, to 2021. I'll drink to that. Cheers, guys. Uh, and uh, Happy New Year. Come on. Come on. Come on.